0: Everybody. Welcome back to Biblio Brews. My name is Amanda. And my name is Isela.
1: We are literary Hasdens and amateur coffee enthusiasts trying to share our knowledge with the podcast world. For today's coffee date we'll be discussing Junji Ito's Japanese horror manga Uzumaki. Trigger warning it's gross but I mean we already knew that that's why we're here.
0: And we'll be discussing I guess like body horror, uh, we may include a couple of those pictures on our Instagram. So if you're curious and you want to see those, we'll put them up eventually.
1: <laughs> I guess let's just jump into the coffee real quick. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, let's coffee.
1: So what are you drinking today? It's like 11 o'clock at night, but I mean, what are you drinking?
0: I'm drinking water. I- <clears throat> Oh my god Yoko (laughs) I'm drinking water um, because it is 11 p.m on a Thursday and I had coffee earlier today and I don't think it's a good idea for me to drink it right now when I work tomorrow I know this is the second episode that I've done this I'm a fucking loser but it's because we're recording at night like life happens y'all this is our show we can do what we want like <laughs> what do you what are you drinking because I know that you are drinking coffee um,
1: I am drinking iced coffee because I have no concern for my well-being so,
0: someone has to carry the weight of this <laughs> podcast coffee wise yeah.
1: um I mean it's just like a like a basic iced coffee uh again it's with a hazelnut mm. finish it's good I recommend it. Um, But yeah, it is 11 p.m., so I will probably regret it later tonight. Um, How is your week? How are you doing with your reading?
0: Ooh, reading. Um, I actually read all the books I needed to read for school, which was cool. Uh, So I'm doing pretty well. I had to read Speak by, um, what's her first name? Lori? Lori Anderson. I think her first name's Lori, but it's Anderson's last name. Um, I'd never read it before. I did watch the movie when we were younger. And so unfortunately, I was picturing Christian Stewart the whole time, (laughs) which is not like that unfortunate because, you know, Christian Stewart's a babe, but. uh, Except she was kind of like a baby. (laughs) She was a baby when it came out. But like I was picturing like grown Christian Stewart. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, where she's got like
1: her hair cut down and burns,
0: not sideburns, buzz cut. That's what it was. Buzz cut. (laughs) Everybody, everybody has sideburns. It's, it's in. (laughs) Yeah, no, but my week, my week's been good. Um, School is finally closing down soon for like the semester, and so I finally feel like alive, and um, my reading's been great, so because we read manga for this episode I was obviously looking at the rest of the graphic novel section at the library and and other manga series that we have and I kind of picked up random stuff and I got some funny shit that I'll probably take pictures of and post on the Instagram so everybody can see what I'm reading because this is body horror but you know we need fluffy shit but we're not here to talk about that today. How was your week?
1: (laughs) Um, Honestly I didn't really read much of anything besides Uzumaki um I don't know I just can't figure out what I'm in the mood for I started rereading Pride and Prejudice because that's like my ride or die it's my old reliable but I couldn't really get into it either I don't know I don't really know what I want to read I also um I also started uh (laughs) Reading Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone again because when I reread the whole series, I started at Prisoner of Azkaban, so I didn't really remember the first book. So I started reading that. Yeah, (laughs) I started it backwards this time, but I don't think I'm gonna finish it because I'm also not feeling that. I just have no idea what I'm feeling, so I need to. I need to like look up some books I need to pull up thrift books and just start adding stuff to my cart again and kind of get me in the mood to
0: read again Um, I hate when that happens when like you want to read something but you don't know what you're in the mood for and so like what do you do? Yeah, (laughs) there's there's really nothing you can't
1: do because then you'll just get frustrated and like I just I don't know what I want to read and everything you've kind of like sent me pictures up over the last couple days has looked really interesting but like I I don't know I don't I don't yeah. know maybe I'll just reread like go ask Alice or something that doesn't require me to like super overanalyze or something but I don't really know <laughs> I don't know what I want right now but maybe I should just read Coraline again <laughs> I don't know
0: Good read. Yeah. That's a good read.
1: I think I just really want to stick to, like, fantasy, but I don't know exactly what I want, so I, if you guys have any fantasy novel recommendations, please let me know, because I am in this reading rut, (laughs) and I want to get out of it. Let me out.
0: Like, what kind of fantasy do you like? Do you mean, like, um, creatures, or?
1: Honestly, I don't care. I, I love anything fantasy. Like, I will just read whatever sounds interesting. I like, I like, I like like Lord of the Rings, like different worlds and like made up languages. Yeah, so if you guys have any, it doesn't have to be fantasy, although I would personally prefer it right now, but let me know what you guys read when you don't know what you want to read. Um, I would really appreciate it. Um,
0: so like maybe we should find you some like, uh, like a short story collection, you know, of like fantasy That stuff. would be
1: really good because it, I wouldn't have to commit to like a full length novel of like mm-hmm. the same plot. I like anthologies. I really love short story anthologies because it's just something new every couple pages. You know what? That sounds like an amazing idea.
0: And because you like knock out like a story in a couple of pages and then you can kind of close it and feel kind of like, fuck like, yeah.
1: Yeah, you feel like I just a story, really kind of, uh, what's the word, uh, accomplished. Kind of like when we read yeah. the yellow wallpaper, I felt very accomplished. Oh yeah, after we didn't even like- Talk about it. We didn't it. even talk
0: about it. <laughs> but it was just like, a we read that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we were supposed to talk about it during the Bell Jar episode. And for some reason we just
0: did it. I think I think we felt like it was too- <laughs> it was too much it was <laughs> like we're gonna talk about the bell jar and then somebody who's sees things in the wallpaper but she used the wallpaper we're all wallpaper So <laughs> perks know. of
1: being wallpapers <laughs> <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah so I mean we did read the yellow wallpaper but we've
0: talked about it but short stories rule. <laughs> <laughs> um Anyways. Shall we get into the summary of this uh, for people who haven't read this manga before? I don't know anything about the author. Uh, Junji Ito is a Japanese horror manga artist who is known for popular stories like the Enigma of Amigara Fault, um, the Tommy series. I've never read that before, but this is what Goodreads provided me with. (laughs) And the book, obviously, that we're going to talk about today, which is... um, Uzumaki and that this is this book is basically about a town that is completely consumed and contaminated by spirals like the shape there's something about these like hypnotic shapes that makes the entire town kind of go crazy in every chapter and you see how the spirals affect different individuals or different community members of this town Um, there's also snail people that freak me out but we'll talk a little bit about that later and there's also mosquitoes who infect pregnant women that also freak me out Um, we'll talk about that later but it was just like overall um, really interesting because you have no idea what exactly gives the spiral this power or like the mystery behind it all and how long it's been happening and all that stuff but uh this is a short bio it's a thick boy book it's very yeah. thick but definitely a quick read it was something that I had to take in in uh, different sittings though <laughs> yeah because it was freaking gross it was <laughs> nasty and I loved every minute of it but um, was this your first time reading any kind of manga
1: yes this this actually was my first time reading a manga um I'm- owned this one in particular for years but for some reason I just never I just never got around to reading it and I kind of regret it because I think like five pages in and I was like absolutely enthralled like the the graphics are just fucking amazing and like I don't want to sound uncultured but like I've never really been big on graphic novels because like I said last episode I believe I always equate them to like superheroes and stuff like that and so like I've never really cared for graphic novels because I don't really care for superheroes but reading this I was like holy shit this guy is fucking mad like every page is just filled with madness and I fucking love it like um it was gifted to me by a friend who shares my fascination with Horror, and he was just like, You need to read this, it's fucked up, <laughs> and he was right, it's fucked up, and I love it. Like, everything is just scary. Like, Amanda mentioned earlier, there's like pregnant mosquito women that like <laughs> murder people, and like that shit was that was my, probably my favorite part, but yeah, yeah, like just the fact that you could take something like spirals and make it into something so fucking terrifying like I think it's yeah yeah it is and I'll post a picture of this on the Instagram a little later but a couple like maybe like a chapter in um Chi's father turns himself into a spiral and puts himself in this like circular box and I'm staring at it right now and like the fucking it's just so fucking amazing. I don't even have, like, the appropriate words to even... Oh, page is
0: on. It's, I want to look at it with you. <laughs> it's page... Let <laughs> uh, me see. 37, 30, 41. Page 41. Yeah. This book is so insane. It, yeah. And the weird stuff about it, right, is, like, okay, so his dad put, fits himself in a box like this. Like, it has a spiral. Yeah. Um and it's like even when they're in these weird compromising <laughs> positions like in ways that bodies should not be like you know bent in they still talk yeah like that's the bizarre thing is it like when their bodies are contorted in like, <sighs> certain like we all scared uh, <laughs> when their too. bodies <laughs> when their bodies are all like twisted and shit like that like they still talk and it's like <laughs> This is already abnormal and they're having conversations, but yeah, this was not my first time reading um, manga, but it was my first time reading something like horror like this. Um, my, my experience with stuff like this is very like fluffy. Um, and growing up, I read like the series Yatsuba, I think that's what it's called. It's very like cutesy, like little, it's a little girl's life. I don't know. And then as an adult, the most recent thing I read, um, not counting Attack on Titan, because that's, I'm, I was reading it because of the show, but um, it's this manga called My Brother's Husband. And it's about um, this guy who, goes to visit his husband's family after he's passed and it's just about him connecting with like his niece and his brother-in-law and it's just it's so sweet and fluffy and then I fucking read this and I'm like oh my god like, like,
1: it's like a drastic change
0: <laughs> fucking the change dude but um I heard about this not this book specifically but the author um through a tweet that I put out a couple a couple years ago it might have been last year but you know 2020 was a blur maybe it's 2019 I don't it really know has Years, been years anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's been years um I tweeted out that I was looking for either book recommendations or specifically horror recommendations and somebody told me that I specifically needed to read The Enigma of Amagara Fault and um that's his story where there's these holes like in a cave or on a wall I should say that are shaped like people like the human outline and each person like feels drawn to one specifically like everybody basically has their own and the whole story is about them being like I want to go in I want to see what's on the other side I fit perfectly here like this is for me don't you see it and it's super weird it fucking just ends and it's great um But it didn't scare me it was just something that they're like you should read and i did and i left it at that um so i kind of thought well all of his stuff is going to be weird but not really scary until i read this yeah Yeah. (laughs) and and it, it was like i think i had texted you the night that i or the day after i had finished it that the night before I was just laying in bed like in the dark and I couldn't go to sleep because I would close my eyes and I kept picturing spirals. And then afterwards, like anywhere I would go, I would see spirals like in like everyday life. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like how it happens. Like oh my this gosh. is how it starts. So I felt really like fucking weird, but um, yeah.
1: Have, um, that reminds me, have you ever seen In the Mouth of Madness? No, what's that? It's um this book with uh Neil. Oh fuck, what's his name? Uh he plays the main dinosaur guy in Jurassic Park. Sam Neil. Sam Neil. Yeah, it reminds me of In the Mouth of Madness. It's uh mm-hmm. this book basically this book. It's this movie basically about this uh this guy who becomes obsessed with like finding this author named Sutter Kane, and he just begins mm-hmm. to see like little things everywhere like everywhere he looks like as he's trying to um, you know obviously find that uh, that author but he like starts to see like little weird shit here and there like mysterious stuff and I don't know if this book kind of gave me that vibe. I don't know if you guys have seen In The Mouth of Madness. If you haven't, definitely watch it. It's it's really trippy and it's trippy in a good way. A lot of movies that end with a plot twist usually piss me off because they don't make sense. But this one, this one does and it's really good. And that's what this book reminded me of. But um speaking of Junji Ito, I have never, you know, read any of his other th- like stuff, and I am um, like like obsessed with horror, and I have a friend who really enjoys manga. So he'd always try to get me to read Junji Ito, but I, like I said, I've never got into the graphic novel. Um, I never had like this graphic novel phase, which I feel like this book kind of pushed me into now.
0: Now you know that there's, like, a whole different yeah, genre now of, I know, horror it's not that just, exists. Yeah,
1: now that I know it's not just superheroes and it's, you know, fucking scary shit, like, jack-in-the-boxes and shit. But, um, yeah, uh, I didn't really know much about Junji Ito apart from, you know, like, videos I got sent over the years, uh, over the yeah. years, um, I had a friend who sent me a video of Junji Ito, raiding anime cats and I I thought it was freaking like weird I was like this is the mastermind between this I mean behind this um this body horror manga like he looks so wholesome and adorable raiding anime cats and I think he even mentions that one cat has like unnerving eyes and I'm like dude you fucking wrote like pregnant mosquito women killing people like sucking out their blood and you're scared of this little cat like I don't know but it's it's really cute I saw it again yesterday because after I finished the book I was like I need to know everything there is to know about Junji Ito um but it's just so crazy like if you look at a picture of him he does not look like the kind of guy awesome. yeah he's wholesome. in he is he does not look like the kind of guy who would draw you know snail people and people eating snail people I don't know it was just such a huge mind bug, but I really enjoyed it and it just like you don't know you can't you can't judge a book by its cover I'll just say that you can't look at someone and be like oh they are too sweet they can't write this fucked up manga you
0: possibly yeah
1: <laughs> me never but I thought I'm still kind of mind blown like I really enjoyed reading this and like the graphics were just unreal it was very very it was a very good read I'm really happy that Amanda suggested reading this one
0: um that's something that like the artwork for me was like how detailed it is but just like the way he texturizes everything before we started recording we were talking about that a little bit on how like down to the characters like faces it's not just like their face you can see like their face creases like beads of sweat like there's just texture to everything and anything that he draws like the tile on the floor has like like tiny shading and in comparison to the other manga that i have on my desk which is heaven's design team it's it's a funny one if anybody wants to check that one out it's basically designers creating um animals for their client who is god and <laughs> if you look at the artwork style like they're they're shading obviously like in any kind of art form but like their faces are very like clean and you don't really see as much like creasing in their faces as you do like in um and um Ito's like artwork it's very like I don't know Great it's just details. dark like I don't be told and dark and it's just fucking like you look at it and you want to at least for me I want to touch it especially I'm like looking at um page 298 right now which has like the lighthouse and at some point this lighthouse throws out like it's kind of like a flame but it creates a spiral and yeah. it just looks like you can see the twist yeah and it just the light is texturized dude like tell me how the fuck <laughs> I don't even have words to describe like how how this is, but his his drawings really fucked me up in a way that like they're so ugly yeah. I can't help but stare.
1: And I really like that you can see like the characters descent into like madness. Mm-hmm. Like you can see the exhaustion on their faces. Yeah. And it just makes it so much more freakier because you're literally experiencing this in like real time, like Mm-hmm. page one everyone looks healthy and normal and then by like page 20 like everyone has like
0: drained. yeah like
1: everyone's just emotionally drained like everyone's done and it it's I really love that detail too like it really helped me keep to the story instead of like just kind of like toss it out and like get bored like it really was kind of like fucking watching a movie which yeah. speaking of I know now that uh they are coming up with a film adaptation I believe of this oh, movie yeah. coming mm-hmm. out this year and I watched the trailer and it looks fucking amazing you guys should check it out
0: I think I sent you a trailer that Toonami was going to do an anime of it as well it was supposed to come out sometime this I'm year then.
1: that might have been the one that I watched
0: um but yeah you guys
1: should check it out it looks amazing it's also in black and white at- you really see like cool. the spirals in the water, like you do in the book. It's really awesome. Um,
0: but I appreciate like, like how you had mentioned there, you see like the character progression, um, like the more, <laughs> me the way they hate their life more and more, every chapter <laughs> <Yeah>. or like, <laughs> like you see them exhausted, but it, it kind of goes hand in hand with his storytelling where like at the beginning, I truly went into this thinking spirals, really like at the cover the first yeah. cover of the book it sa- it says spiral into horror and it's like <laughs> pun hmm, <intended>. spiral. <laughs> I was like spirals like that can't be that bad and at the beginning it's not it doesn't seem that intense and every chapter just gets fucking worse yeah it's and not weirder, until you start and, seeing like
1: holes in the body and like yeah, holes oh, everywhere yeah. like in the floors and warts shit like spirals yeah. like that's when it really starts to get really fucking disgusting
0: But um, that's that's fucking his gift, right? Yeah. Taking something like
1: something so normal.
0: So so normal and basic and average, like a spiral, and then incorporating that into his art and then creating something that's like fucking terrifying and unnerving. And like there was some pages that I'll include pictures maybe on Instagram. It might be like fucking gallery or whatever (laughs) of of his artwork where Like it's, it's, it's the texture thing for me. I don't like the underside of mushrooms. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen big mushrooms that you have to, they're called the gills of the mushroom, believe it or not. You have to like gut them sometimes when you, when you cook, um, that shit disgusts me. Like the way it looks gives me the chills and like looking at honeycombs for too long, like holes, it makes me uncomfortable. I'll be fine. But he somehow took That like weird, like uncomfortableness that I get from those things and those shapes, and multiplied it with like spirals somehow. Like, spirals was not on that list, but it might be now (laughs) because of the texturing that he did in his drawings. And there's specifically a chapter where snail people here it comes. Okay. (laughs) I don't know how, but it's because like the shell of a snail is a spiral and um people slowly there's a student who turns into a snail slowly they don't know what to do with him so they just put him in like this fucking cage like a habitat he becomes the class pet if yes, it's something basically. along those lines and then another student turns and then they mate oh my god they do (laughs) mate they do mate that grosses me out they fucking made it ew
1: because they like find the eggs in like the
0: forest and uh uh-uh. i this is where it gets weird for me because like the snails were already gross right but then you see shit shit hits the fan (laughs) they fucking have snail eggs whatever and so the teacher at this point is like fuck this we're not gonna let any more snails come and get my kids and he crushes them. And as he's stepping on those eggs, like you already know, this is not going to end well. He turns into a fucking snail. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And not just any snail, you guys, he's a snail covered in snail eggs. So lots of little circles, lots of textured circles. And I was just like, not cool i was uncomfortable but i couldn't look away like i was like what's wrong with me it's because it's like fascinating staring. in a disgusting way like it's one of those it's like yeah it's like yeah when you is that human nature
1: i don't know wear some Literally sick blame it on. <laughs> Piggybacking off of that, um, the, the thing that disgusted me the most was the mosquito pregnant women. Mm. Like they look fucking horrible. And like I'm actually looking at a picture right now and like their bodies are just like, so like they're normal humans during the day. And then at night they turn into like these fucking mosquito people and they drill holes into people, who, like suck out their blood. But I'm looking at them right now and like these mosquito people, they look like fucking zombies, but they have like holes all over their body,
0: like bodies Do you and you guys faces. want to know how how they got those holes? They're using hand drills. They're
1: using hand <laughs> drills, like they're basically lobotomizing like people. The, the kind that you have to crank
0: with your hands. Yeah. So <laughs>
1: they fucking woke up and chose violence. They were like, yeah, we're gonna fucking suck your blood. But first we're gonna fucking penetrate your skin with these fucking hand drills
0: and I'm gonna laugh in your face. I can't. I'm looking at it. Yeah, I just saw
1: it right now. Like it's like a cult of like these pregnant mosquito women and they're just walking down these halls with hand drills. Which you know, now that I think about it, like how did the nurses and stuff and like staff not how did they not see this? Cause at the end of the chapter, it's like, oh yeah, and no one ever like finds out who Who was the cause of like this massacre at the hospital because a lot of people died. But I'm like, you see, like a whole ass like group of women carrying hand drills, murdering people, but no one in the hospital saw it. Yeah.
0: Let's let's be real. A whole bunch of weird shit happens in the town and everybody everyone brushes it off. I don't I don't know if it's maybe it's the magic of the spiral, right? like, Like nobody can put it together and the only homie that's putting it together
1: is Shuichi and no one listens to him yeah
0: and and everyone's like he's crazy he's just upset because his parents died and I'm like yeah because the spiral (laughs) took them
1: yeah and it's yeah and you're right it's just it's super weird
0: because a
1: lot of like major events happen throughout the book like there's a hurricane Mm -hmm. that's like Seth's <laughs> eye is a fucking spiral and the spiral just fucking follows the main character Kirie around and she's like oh this is normal it's fine and then like the next chapter you see like her whole family like had to move into like this tenement building and they develop <laughs> warts and they're like oh it's fine because when we move they're gonna go away and I'm just like why are you brushing off these weird like these spiral things that keep popping up everywhere and you're just like oh it's not a big deal. It's going to go away anyway. And then, like, at the end, they're surprised when the whole world is, like, falling apart. And it's just, like, <laughs> dude, it's been happening since <clears throat> the first page. Like, they're, like I think, like, one of, like, the very first few pages, Shuichi is, like, something weird's happening. We should just run away together. And, like, honestly, like, in retrospect, like, he should have just, like, left her ass. I would have been, like, bye. I'm going to Tokyo. I'm going somewhere far away from here. And I'm not going to fucking fall back to this spiral shit. But, yeah, yeah, it's just so weird how everyone just kind of brushes it off. There's this lighthouse that emits this, like, spiral light. There's these, like... And it's, like, flames, yes. they realize.
0: And it's, like, a heat that, like, fucking can burn people. Yeah. And they're, like, that's... This is fine. Right? It's, it's fine. literally the meme of the dog <laughs> yeah. with the flames around them.
1: Yeah, and then, like, uh, oh, yeah, the this what? Okay, I'm going to talk about, like, my favorite chapter and... Oh hell yeah! As disgusting as I found the mosquito people, I thought that chapter was the like most interesting one because I just like <laughs> I just like opened the page and there's this part where like uh, the hospital I guess cafeteria like finds like a new a new. Uh, mushroom type I guess and everyone's like Mm -hmm. oh this tastes like meat and uh Kyrie Uh is the only one who's like oh this doesn't seem right and she's like the only one who doesn't eat it but everyone like in the hospital is like oh my god these mushrooms are amazing blah 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 (laughs) and then one day she like decides to like investigate she like hears her like cousin giving birth and she like you know obviously finds some fucked up shit she walks into this fucking room and it's just like mushrooms all over it but wait, there's more. A page later, the the, the surgeon who, you know, uh, I guess, like, gave birth to that baby, or birth to baby, helped yeah. birth the baby. You know, you get what I mean. Assisted the birth. Yes, there you go. Um, he's like, oh, yeah, they're, like, basically baby organs. They're baby placentas. So everyone in this goddamn hospital was eating fucking baby parts. And and then she just leaves, like, she's just, like, at the end of that chapter, she's just, like, oh, well, whatever. Not to mention that, like, the chapter right after is, like, these babies are finally born, and they want to go back into, like, their mom's stomachs. They're, like, we miss the womb, we missed the womb, and I'm, like, same, but, but the doctor's, like, all right, I'll just put you back in there. And I posted the graphic when I uh, posted the last post on our Instagram that's pretty much the aftermath of, them putting the baby back into that lady's disgusting womb and then like as soon as she wakes up she's like i want blood and she turns into this mosquito person again and she fucking kills the she doctor point of my rant is that kiri sees all of this
0: shit and then she just fucking leaves <laughs> and she's still like eh, it's not that bad here. i mean she, she doesn't necessarily say that but she's still not considering leaving yeah like she just
1: never thing. talks about it again and then just more and more weird shit keep happening it's just weird because literally they're from like the first five pages obviously there's obviously mm-hmm. something wrong and everyone in the town shrugs it off and maybe it is the power of the spiral that kind of just like entrances them and makes them just stay but sorry I like just went on this whole rant about how these people like just don't like notice what's going yeah, on like they don't when they do finally realize that something's wrong it's too late and they can't leave like the town.
0: Another weird thing that like deals with eating is that so, remember snail people? <laughs> they fucking eat, they fucking them. eat the snail they people. Eat, they eat like their meat. Yeah. And because at some point, like the town really just turns into a shit. and they run out of like food and
1: water yeah. and stuff. There's n-
0: nothing but ruins and, and shit like that. And towards the end of uh, are having, I guess this is a spoiler if you don't want to like. <laughs> I kind of just spoiled <laughs> all like
1: the mosquito part. We're, like
0: this is kind of this is not a spoiler-free <laughs> podcast. We should probably say that it's too late for that. But yeah, here here we are, not spoiler-free. Um, towards the end of the book, um, people like humanitarian group organizations and stuff are going to the town to you know try to assist them after the several hurricanes or like all the natural disasters that are occurring because they're not getting any like. Response back from them. So the people who go in to help them are stuck. Like now they're at that point where you can't leave the town. So even if she wanted to leave, she can't anymore because the spiral is like that strong. so yeah, the town's in ruins at this point. The people who bring them food are stuck there and so now their population is growing and they still don't have resources and they've kind of res- resorted to um, eating the snail people. Which when you think about it like these snail people
1: still have like certain characteristics of their human body.
0: Yeah. They're like still like cognitive is that the word? Like they're still conscious. Yeah,
1: they're still conscious and uh, there's a lot of snail people that still have like their hair like oh yeah from when they were human and like it's it's just crazy like uh, kitty is kind of just like you know they're still like they were they're still they're still people like we still know them mm-hmm. and they're like eh, they're not people anymore and they taste good so, so yeah. they're, snail- they're,
0: they're, just, they're yeah. more snail than people yeah they, they say um, they
1: say think of it as escargot and I don't know. I feel like I would just starve <laughs> if I.
0: It's. It goes back to that same thing too, where like, they're once they've been completely consumed by the spiral and their body starts contorting or like bending and twisting into yeah. weird things, um, they still like are conscious. Yeah. Like they, they're still conscious beings. Like again, another huge spoiler is that in the end, the tenants that they were previously staying in. All of the people, all of those bodies in there eventually join together and they're all intertwined. They just join. Yeah. They're like basically a big bowl of spaghetti if you think <laughs> about it inside yeah. these buildings. I just thought of a bowl of spaghetti made out of humans
1: and I'm just disgusted. <laughs>
0: well that's what it is like they truly just like tangled together like noodles and they're talking like they're fucking speaking dude they're still conscious they're like there's no more space yeah. to come in and they break the wall and they see them fucking fall out like a bowl of spaghetti like yes
1: and then going off of that towards
0: the end like they start like people start
1: dying in those tenement houses yeah. so these spiral people, like, have to untangle themselves, and, like, throw mm-hmm. the corpses onto the streets, and they, like, tell Kirie and um, Shuichi, like, hey, can you get rid of these bodies? It's starting to smell, and it's just, like, homie, like.
0: <laughs> like, it's getting in <laughs> <Yeah>. here.
1: <laughs> I'm not touching this shit, like, no. Uh, another chapter I think is worth mentioning is, um, I believe her name was Azami, and she mm-hmm. is, like, this is chapter three, I think, and she's, like obsessed with people wanting her like she's never had someone who didn't want her and I also I believe I posted this on our no I posted this on my personal um Instagram but she shout it out right? do be shy literary bruja <laughs> <laughs> but um she like her face begins to like turn into a spiral like a huge chunk of her face and like her brain is just missing and it's just like a spiral and she starts like losing her eyes until like essentially her entire um head is a fucking pit of spiral I and <laughs> <laughs> I thought that artwork was fucking amazing. I had seen that before I guess like around the internet and I always thought that shit was fucking bomb and I didn't know it was, it was Uzumaki. But
0: I thought that Do was Do you know what? To- uh that it specific image that you're talking about reminds me of what uh, so like when her head completely turns into a spiral it reminds me of um, just texas things when you go to six flags and they have that big ass oh uh, the water funnel. ride or whatever <laughs> yeah the water the water funnel that you like i think you go on a on a float yeah it's like a little like raft
1: looking thing
0: yeah or is That's it funny. no i, I think it is Schleubon. i think it is
1: six flags i'm pretty sure it's Six but yeah flags. you take an
0: inner tube and you fucking go down this tunnel that has like a spiral that tunnel. is so funny or sometimes it's checkered print but... oh my god
1: we are we do have spirals everywhere there's
0: spirals at six flags
1: there's spirals oh my god they're everywhere they're everywhere i thought it was interesting that that junji ito took something so fucking normal and average like a spiral and turned it into some fucking monstrosity um do you mm-hmm. have any irrational fears? i know that like in like the end there's like a little afterward, and um he kind of like junji ito actually uh became obsessed with spirals and that's what led him to uh um I, yeah come up with this um this manga but like if you If you were to write a manga
0: off of an irrational fear that you have, what would it be? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had already mentioned that I have like that weird uh, thing with like textures. I don't know if it's like a fear. It's more of like something that makes me feel uncomfortable. Isn't it called trypophobia
1: or something?
0: Like the holes Mm, in... There's a word for everything. I'll believe you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But something that used to freak me out a lot, and we talked a little bit about this beforehand, was... (laughs) Um, when I, when I was growing up, I was scared of public restrooms, like restroom stalls for whatever reason. Um, I just had this like image in my head that if, especially if I would use the, the small, the smaller stalls, um, that somebody was just going to grab my feet. And, um, a lot of my bathroom anxiety came from like me, not one, not wanting to get up in the middle of class and two, like fuck those restroom stalls we (laughs) um the restrooms we had in our elementary schools before they made new buildings we were in like really old fucking buildings in elementary school the restrooms in the gym were just like spooky the fucking lights were not even think
1: of some like night like nightmare on elm street yes high school it was fucking creepy
0: fucking fluorescent lights like not even completely working that they turn kind of like yellow yes, green that and maybe
1: like, ominous fucking and yeah. then you
0: hear like the little buzzing of the light and... it just has like a constant like yeah boom,
1: that's exactly like, what it's like
0: it just was like so spooky and then we always had like these fourth grade bitches coming in like saying bloody mary in front of the <laughs> mirror and turning bitches. off the lights and i'm trying to pee and i'm like dude this door doesn't even lock This story doesn't even how you (laughs) hold it up with your fucking
1: leg. With your foot dude.
0: (laughs) We were ridiculously underfunded. Yes. Uh, yes, That's what it's like growing up in a poverty town. Uh, It was just very the beginning of me being scared of bathroom stalls. And then if I had to, I was using the handicap stall because at least if somebody was going to come under and grab me, I had no time to (laughs) to pick up my pants before. Like, because if you were in the little one, they could just grab you by the ankles and it was over. But if you're in the larger one, you have some like, you know, maybe three seconds. I hope, you know, this is all
1: I'm going to think about when I use public restrooms now. Like, I'm just never going to be comfortable in public restrooms ever again. (laughs) Like, I never was to begin with. I have to use it if I have to use it. But now this is all I'm gonna think about, and I'm gonna probably try to lock the door (laughs) to, like, one of those, like, shared, like, restrooms from now
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Another weird thing I was scared of was, and kind of still scared of, and I think you had said it came out in Final Destination, which explains it, water jets and pools are, like, you know, like, I think they get, like, their intestine pulled out or something. Yeah, they, like, like, get stuck in, like, Like like,
1: the little, like, uh, I guess oh it's like the draining uh thingy yeah
0: that's descriptive but yeah
1: but it's what's scary but it's a thing that
0: happened in the in the movie that stuck with me yeah
1: plus all these movies came out when we were impressionable adult like kids our formative years so that's all I can think of now
0: (laughs) Damn, they were really out there watching shit like that no wonder I'm scared of everything (laughs) even when I'm driving I've heard this a lot from other people too that when they're driving and if they're right behind somebody that has like logs or oh something yeah i feel the, in the same back way of their with truck and
1: ladders i feel like ladders is you just fucking worse. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: final destination really fucking gave me anxiety <laughs> if,
0: if i could draw or even write a whole story then i would do something like that maybe ridiculous like final destination but in a graphic novel
1: or what if you? Wrote a graphic novel of you using the restroom and then hearing someone try to open the stall, but then your intestines get sucked out
0: from the toilet. Thank you for um
1: <laughs> giving you the <an> <laughs> I Me, mean, thank you for that description. <laughs> hey, this is like chapter like forty-seven in your manga now.
0: <laughs> oh, another random. It they always have to do with toilets. Now that I think about it, <laughs> oh, this is another one. Is it as a kid for the longest time? I remember watching the news and somebody, I think it was in Florida, because, you know, Florida things. <laughs> a snake came up their fucking toilet bowl. Oh my God. And I remember asking my parents, like, is that a thing that can happen? My dad was like, well, yeah, I mean, there's water snakes. And for like years, <laughs> I mean, years, especially if I had to take a shit or something, but I knew I was going to be there for a little bit. Like I would <laughs> periodically like get up and be like, looking down like there's no snake in here like I'm i was down. scared anything like attacking me an the asshole it scares me oh my god like. yeah
1: don't go to australia i'm in like the snake group like this australian snake group and they're constantly posting photos of like um snakes coming up from like the toilet like the toilet the snake yeah or like just they like <laughs> randomly wake up one day and there's like a fucking uh I can't yeah. think of like their venomous snakes, but it's just they are chilling on their fucking kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck that. Like if I saw a fucking if I saw a snake, like I'd just be like, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead, you and move out, you keep the house, like go ahead. <laughs> Burn the house down. <laughs> I don't know. I it's it's in their nature to just, you know, where we've invaded their their habitat. You can just have my house for me. me. Like this is yours now. (laughs) I'll go live in the woods or something. Um, yeah, well, I guess since, you know, your phobias are so bathroom oriented, you know, mine are too. Let's do it.
0: Before I even say it, let's, let's write it. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, we should, we should, we would write a badass fucking manga, but, um, ever since I was a little fucking kid, um, I've been insanely afraid of shower drains specifically the shower drains that have like that are like basically like little grates uh i have this vivid memory of being at my uh, my grandma's house and uh with her like shower drain there was like always like this little reflection in like the center of like one of the grates and it looked like an eyeball to me as a kid so i always just thought someone was fucking under there and staring at me from the fucking, like beneath the shower drain. And I think this ties into why that one scene in It where like, um, <laughs> he like comes out of like the shower drain kind of like fuck with me because I was already scared of shower drains. And then, you know, this fucking monster clown comes out of the shower, you know what, fuck shower drains. I'm just gonna say that, fuck shower drains. (laughs) I also was telling Amanda before we started recording, we always say really interesting shit before we start recording, we should just start recording as soon as we join the Zoom call. It's like a warm-up. I'm also scared of shower faucets. There is like this like I don't know if it's like a legend or and I think it's like a Japanese one and it was like like this legend about this girl who like died while taking a shower like she slipped and fell and like her eye like went through like that like little I, shower faucet thingy like a thingy that like you know changes whether the water comes out like into the bathtub or like into like the shower head or whatever I
0: don't the little Mm -hmm. little Uh, thingy the knob yeah
1: the thing so I've always been fucking afraid of dying that way and I refuse to take a shower facing
0: away from it
1: or yeah I refuse to take a shower facing away from like the shower faucet like I have to know where it is all the time Even though I know it's gonna stay in the exact same place. Like it just fucking terrifies me.
0: I wonder if um our fears of like restroom related things comes from like the fact that like you truly are fucking so vulnerable. (laughs) Like in the restroom, like that is like when you're like (laughs) the most vulnerable. Like you fucking either naked because you're showering (laughs) or your fucking pants are at your ankles. Naked and afraid. (laughs) and afraid dude that's what it's called tm that's ours you can't have it um do you plan on reading more of his stuff or maybe like um outside of the horror genre or something else
1: actually i i do i plan on buying tomie i think is how you pronounce it tomie um it looks really fucking cool um i like that aesthetic of doing hot girl shit (laughs)
0: I don't know. <laughs> Do it,
1: hot girl shit. Goth hot girl shit. It looks really cool, and I kind of also want to read his cat manga because I love cats and because I feel like it would be really wholesome. So
0: those. I just looked it up to to see a couple of the pictures, and it looks like hot girl shit. It's cute. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the cat oh, one, but hot cat girl shit too. <laughs> hot cat. Hot cat girl shit. Hot cat girl shit.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna buy Tomie sometime soon, and I definitely i'm a thousand percent going to read his cat manga
0: (laughs) i probably will too i didn't know that he had a cat one but that's i'll check the library system and see what we got and whatever we have of his i'll i want to read it all because it's so uncomfortable um but i'm definitely going to have to include fluffy stuff in between um i uh, i picked up another one um called the way of the house husband and they recently turned it into a Netflix anime. Oh. So uh, it's really funny. It's about this like guy who used to be a hard ass. And now he's just a house husband, you know, and he takes his job very seriously. And it's it's really funny. Um, so, yeah, I think if I'm going to be reading this horror, body horror shit, I got to balance it out with some fluffy stuff or maybe next time I'll get something that'll make me cry. Oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs> I'm really happy that I finally came around to reading this graphic novel. It was it was more than I expected. It'll probably be one of those books that
0: I reread every year. Maybe a Halloween thing.
1: Yeah, you know what? We should have a Halloween manga theme for Halloween.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll save a couple of his stuff then. Yeah. And I'm sure there's, there's more like it out there, other authors.
1: Yeah, actually, that's a great... Um, if you guys have any other horror manga uh suggestions let us know hell yeah because i mean like Mm -hmm. i said i'm
0: fucking obsessed with horror we got to start prepping for um halloween you know yeah but also you could read horror whenever so that's another thing halloween is 24 7 (laughs) (laughs) it's always halloween here (laughs) um but yeah it'd it'd be cool to just have something you know in mind for October and whenever we feel like reading something spoopy and gross, and <laughs> want to stare at weird images. Thank you, Truji Ito. Thank you for existing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Biblio Bruce pod to
0: keep up with our reading updates in real time. Otherwise, you can catch us in new episodes every other Saturday. Our show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You can also check out our Anchor page for the full list of podcast apps you can find us on. Later, Hayden.